0: Welcome to the PPC Burrito, the podcast brought to you by PPC specialist agency, Digital Gearbox. My name's Michael Kenny, and I'm joined as ever by my super awesome, brilliant, I know everything about PPC in the whole wide world. Her name's Becky Hopkins. How you doing, Becky? Uh,
1: I mean, that's, that's, you keep topping the intros every week. Lord, last week, and now the fountain of all knowledge and everything. I mean, I I don't profess to know every little tiny bit. Of PPP. Don't pretend. Don't don't pretend. Don't feel bashful. <laughs>
0: don't feel bashful right now. You know, as soon as the mic switched off, you're like, behold, my <laughs> power.
1: That's what you do. That's what you are, Becky. Right. Don't hide it. All right. Embrace I'm it. Coy. I'm being coy. I'm being coy. I'm I'm good, thank you, Michael. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I'm as good as I can. I mean, we're sat, you know, in um you know, Kennyland, uh, and uh, I, I miss the office. I miss the office. We're we're back in lockdown. Uh, potentially until you know, the, the earliest, the 2nd of December and uh, and yeah, obviously that this has caused a bit of uncertainty again for businesses um, but I mean, we're, we're not seeing a lot of that at the moment, I think I mean, what do you think? I mean, it seems to me that a lot of businesses are kind of like, well, we've, we've gone through the first lockdown, so we're just going to power through this one. Are you seeing that as well?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a bit odd this time because I think there's a whole host of businesses because the, the guidelines were so um, a little bit muddled this time there's a lot of businesses still cracking on in the office um, which you can do if you've got reasons to be there um, but there certainly seems to be a lot more people going in and just working as normal to some degree than last time I think there's a lot less um, I'm seeing a lot less activity of people stuck at home with their kids anyway as well that's a big factor the fact that the kids are all in school this time yeah. um so i think people can get on a little bit more uh, myself included um uh but yeah I, I think as well this time of year is such a key year for for online sales um obviously q4 is where a lot of anyone, well a lot of e-commerce businesses make all their money um so yeah, it's not it's not a time to rest on your laurels um, yeah. And for those that aren't in the e-commerce business, they, they kind of thought about how to bring their business online earlier in the year because of this situation. Um, so they're looking to just carry on with what they learned earlier in the year and progress forward.
0: Yeah, I f- I feel like we're we're learning from from the experiences of earlier on in the year for sure, which is great. Now uh, we're we're getting close to it. We're getting close to this year's Black Friday, which is obviously every year it's something that we 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 all get in the office. We get excited about because our clients are getting excited about it. But at the same time, I'm just watching historical footage from people trying to kill each other for <laughs> shoes, and I'm just like, oh, God, it's not going to happen is, this is, year, though. No, it's not. Well, that's not that's country. why we talk well that's why we're talking about it because you know for for e-commerce businesses you know black friday is always huge but this is probably you know this has the potential to be the biggest black friday to date and uh, and you're coming in uh, right off the bat with a with a great ppc tip which is based around understanding some conversion data so um yeah what have you got for us
1: yeah, so this one um, I wanted to talk about because it came up in conversation with a client who was a little bit confused about what conversion data they were looking at in the campaign manager. Um, so you actually get a whole host of different conversion metric options in your column choices. Um There's conversions and there's all conversions. And a lot of people are like, well, what's the difference? Um, Basically, when you set up your conversion goals in the first instance, you can tick whether you want to include certain things you're measuring as a conversion or not. So if you tick that box, that's uh, counted as a conversion. If you don't tick it, this all conversions metric will include that data. So I guess really that's... um, the convert the idea of the conversion the singular conversion is to keep you focused on the main goals whereas the all conversions metric is considering the other touch points you might want to measure so button clicks for example or page views things that are a little bit more um what's the word uh not spurious but fluffy we'll <laughs> call them fluffy goals it's fluffy um it also includes um a view through conversion which is another term that a lot of people don't don't know or understand um view through conversions are particularly important if you're running any display or discovery campaigns um, and they will tell you if there's been a conversion action from someone that has seen the ad but not clicked on it now it's super important because really the whole point of display advertising in particular is that brand awareness bit and if they've seen your ad multiple times and then then by uh, by chance gone to your website, it's likely that that ad's had an influence on getting that person there. Just because they didn't click on it at that point in time doesn't mean you shouldn't um, credit it with being involved in that sale. Um, so look at the view through conversions as well, particularly if you're running any display, remarketing or discovery campaigns. And those view through conversions are counted within that all conversions metric that I mentioned earlier.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting how many people kind of don't expand on the conversion data that they're looking mm-hmm. at. They kind of just look at uh, conversion. I don't think Google have done the best job of, of fully explaining mm-hmm. the difference between all conversions and just conversions. And, and mm-hmm. I guess, you know, if you're um, if you're a newcomer to Google Ads and you look at those two columns, you're going to be like, what? What's yeah. the difference? So, yeah.
1: It's uh, it's confusing. And also, I think for anyone that kind of inherits accounts or someone else has set it up for them, they don't even necessarily know what a conversion, what the conversion goal is or what conversion goals are being tracked. Um, So you can see that in the conversion setup area of your campaign manager, or I'd suggest that you also utilize the segmentation feature on the table and segment by conversions. And then you can see what conversions um, are actually being tracked, whether it's sales, leads, phone calls. Um, it gives you a much better idea of what you're actually generating from this activity. There we go. Super tip from
0: the yes, the the not so bashful right now, <laughs> the, the the lord and master of all PPC knowledge. Thank you. Behold Becky. my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we? Shall, we're going to do things a bit different mm. this week, aren't we? We're going to. Uh, we, we we don't have a guest this week, uh, but that's. Uh, we've got plenty of guests coming. What we wanted to do this week is we wanted to have a special conversation with the newest member of the Digital Gearbox team. Uh, so it's it's a special day for us, and it's a special day for the. This podcast um, because we are going to be having a conversation with Sam, Sam Pilgrim. He is uh, our brand new uh, apprentice here at Digital Gearbox he's a really talented young man just full of social media savvy and uh, we I feel that we were really lucky to get him on the team and really looking forward to having a conversation with him knowing knowing a little bit more about him and uh, you know what has brought him to Digital Gearbox so without further ado welcome to the PPC Burrito Sam how are you doing
2: Hi Michael, it's great to be here. It's great to be on the episode today, and I'm feeling really great. Really great to speak to you both and talk a little bit about myself.
0: Awesome. Well, look, let's let's jump straight into this because you know Becky and I know about you. We know who you are right now, and um, but but our listeners don't. Our listeners don't. So, um, who are you, Sam?
2: That is a very good question. Who <laughs> is Sam Pilgrim? Um, I mean, there, there's a number of different ways I could describe myself. Um, but first of all, I guess, being on this podcast, I have a strong interest in digital marketing. Um, I live in Oxford, so uh, the Bista, um place of digital gearbox is really great uh, location for me. And um, I'm really into social media. I've got um, quite a bit of work experience for my age, um, 16 years old. In social media management, um, and that's sort of my passion. In my spare time, I find myself um, opening accounts on social media and, and um, sharing some things I'm interested in. Interested in, um, yeah.
0: So, you know, as, as, as an as our newest member of the team and as our youngest member of the team, I mean, you're, you're 16 years old. I mean, making me feel very, very old on a daily basis. I don't know how Becky feels about it. Right. Um, but as, um, <laughs> as, uh, as someone who, you know, quote unquote, we'd call a Zoomer, um, you have essentially grown up with this technology at this point, you know, and uh, being in school, kind of being on social media uh, and then leaving school, finishing education, coming in. Well, essentially, I mean, as an apprentice, you're, you're continuing your education with us and with the training providers. But um, what has been your personal experience of social media? What was your earliest memory of picking up a phone and, and getting onto the Internet?
2: Yeah, so social media, as, as you said, I've sort of grown up with that, with the internet. Um, I believe it was MSM Messenger um, that my um, my sisters would use, um, my older sisters, and, you know, I'd always see them talking to other people on that. So I've grown up with it, you know, I've seen Instagram and Twitter, and I've really seen that there's a an opportunity to express yourself, share your interests, and really utilise the platform. Um, so that's what I focused on from a short time ago I would say about two years ago till now sort of growing connections uh, trying to grow pages up and sort of build a presence on social media
1: So Sam one of the the reasons Michael and I thought you would be so good for this job is is just seeing how how well you've done with that yourself without any formal education at all into into this kind of technology um tell us about the sneaker illuminati and what what it is and what you've achieved
2: okay so the sneaker illuminati is um in in a short description a sneaker group um with an instagram page that um consists of about 100 just over 100 members and around 13000 followers um so we're based all around the uk and even some people in the netherlands um america um and what what our aim is our focus is to connect people who have a passion about um sneakers so there's sometimes meetups where we'll travel to bristol or london or birmingham any key city and meet up um take photos of shoes you know talk to each other and it's just great to have that community in place where we can all have a relationship, we can talk about different things and, and you know, share a passion in this this topic. Um, so it might sound a bit weird because, you know, it's like shoes really, um, but it's something a lot of people are interested in. There's a big culture around that. And I sort of set out to start this community that um, that I started it with somebody else who is a uh, a couple like thirty years older than me and now we have seven admins and yeah, a big a big group.
1: I like the fact you're about to say a couple of years older than you and then you're like (laughs) 30 years older than me. (laughs) Um yeah, it's it's very impressive. It's it's astonishing what you've done with that in, in a relatively short period of time. What what was the secret sauce there? What really made um this nicola luminati gained gain interest and traction on on instagram um
2: so of course initially we started um telling people that we had this group in person um saying you know you can be a part of it sort of messaging people directly so we started off with about 500 followers uh, pretty easily just people who we already knew um, and then we we created uh stickers with uh logo on and put them all around London City. Um there's still loads today, but I think that bring in a lot of people um from the outside who we already hadn't known. Um so a few new members there. And then the main thing was this um this project we ran called Feature Friday. So every Friday we'd feature shots on our Instagram story of sneakers and you know credit people as long as they used our hashtag. So our hashtag uh, grew, and along with that, so did our page. Um, I think that was really the the key to getting how many followers we have today.
0: Talking about you and education again for a second, so obviously it's something that a lot of a lot of people go to university now. A lot of people want to continue their education, so they go and take O level. Um, o levels—that's <laughs> that's what they used to call it. Wow! Like, a lot of people. How old are you? I know. I know. <laughs> a lot of people go and take A levels. A lot of people go to university, but you've decided not to do that. Why? Uh, why did you not want to uh, go to university and instead become well, take up an apprenticeship and come join us at Digital Gearbox?
2: I mean, ever since year ten, I've really been focused on an apprenticeship. And that's for many reasons. Um, one of those reasons is that it gives you a step into the working world. You can gain real valuable experience. And then in life, when you progress, that is a really good thing to have on your CV, that you've got this these skills already developed rather than fresh skills that need to be taught. Um, so I think that's really helpful there as well. Um, you know, you can really get an insight into into how a business works, um, I think that's something that's quite valuable to me. And as well, obviously, you can um, you can earn while you learn, which can help with uh, anything, you know, driving lessons. Uh, when you start to grow older, you sort of need the money more and more. So it's a really great way to, to start making money there. Um, but yeah, um, Digital Gearbox, the reason why I joined a digital marketing agency is, as I said, digital marketing is my passion. Um, so social media, I really wanted to develop that knowledge and joining a digital marketing agency, um, I think was the best step rather than an in-house, um, role because it gave me, it, it will give me, sorry, uh, a valuable insight into, um, digital marketing and it will surround me with digital marketing experts like yourselves. So that's a really great step there
0: buttering us up <laughs> buttering, calling us experts um go, going back to the whole social media stuff you have a cool little um uh i mean it must be something that you kind of have in the back pocket for party situations i mean obviously not right now because we can't go to parties but uh but when we do um you had a, a cool little interaction and um there was a there was a bit of a fever around sam pilgrim the man uh, a while back um th- talk to us about that tell us about that
2: Yep. So 2018, um, I was really into Twitter. I mean, I still am now. Um, but you know, Twitter is uh, full of sub communities. So whatever politics Twitter, hip hop Twitter, which is the the sort of group I'm I'm in, and obviously Kanye West is one of my inspirations. So I liked to mention him. You know, send him the little at and talk about him in in my tweets. And I was on his live stream before and he clicked on, clicked on me and followed me. Um, and at the time he was only following eight other people, which were people <laughs> such as Donald Trump, uh, Rihanna, uh, Candy Owens. So all famous people. And then it was just me, Sam Pilgrim. So <laughs> it was really strange, um, but definitely something that I always do, always do shout about. You know, I'm very, very proud moments, even though it's just one man clicking a button. And, you know, as well as that, I've always tried to get some of my inspirations, uh, attention. So people like Elon Musk have, have replied to my tweets, um, Chance the Rapper, I have a group chat with him and we do Zoom calls. So it's really great to, to connect other people as well to, to these people. It's something that I'm very proud of.
0: So a, a lot of people though, they, they kind of deify. Uh, the these people who they're following Kanye West. Uh, Maybe not Donald Trump, Um, but, but, you know, some these famous people, you know, megastars, they get deified. They're people when they meet them or have any kind of interaction with them on Twitter or whatever social media platform, they just lose it. They can't operate properly. (laughs) Um, But you seem very, very cool about this. And, uh, you know, the fact that you're having kind of calls with Chance the Rapper and things like that, you know, how do you handle those situations? Uh, and, And what advice would you give someone that might want to work out how they can kind of of call the F down when they're having a celebrity interaction?
2: I mean, when Kanye followed me, I was actually in school in a lesson and I walked out (laughs) of the lesson and the teacher said, where are you going? And I couldn't really explain at the time. I just went into the toilet to go on my phone. um, And and, yeah, I was quite shocked there. I did overreact a little bit. (laughs) Uh, but, But now I'd say one of the things Chance the Rapper said to me is he's he's just a normal person and Mm. he gets annoyed when people speak to him when as if he's not Um, and I think that's something you've got to take in consideration so if you want these uh, high profile people to follow you you just need to treat them normally don't overdo it and mention them loads or send them loads of messages Um, you just got to treat them normally and appreciate the fact that they've um, you know, they've seen you in the first place, replied to you, or taken their time to to notice you.
0: It's it's very important. It's very important that because, and uh, you know, the fact that you're saying that at, at your age is is very is crucial because they are. I mean, as as cool as they are, and uh, and as artistically brilliant as they are, with the exception of Donald Trump, they are <laughs> just people. They're just people, yeah. and um, if we can treat them normally. Um, and, and aim to have organic interactions with people. That's the best. That's the best way. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a very cool thing. I mean, you had people, you had organisations and publications writing about you, didn't you? Um,
2: yes, there were, there were a few news stories. Um, and then my tweets are always um, in news stories about Kanye. Um, so whatever's going on with Kanye, they'd usually feature one of my tweets that, that has got quite successful. So it, it's great to have that to as well show as experience because it does take a lot of effort to get these people to notice you when they're getting thousands of mentions a day
0: it does talk to me about so the the idea of of looking at your twitter and and all of that kind of stuff i mean metrics uh you know i i know from our conversations off air that you're you're really into your metrics now what kind of metrics would you be looking at on twitter and um how important are those numbers to you
2: um so i think one of the main ones that i'd look at for for a tweet of mine um so obviously my personal twitter is not too important but i did um once have a little like personal celebration when i hit two million impressions in one month from my own mm-hmm. twitter page um so things like that you know it just it sort of boosts your self-esteem on social media and shows you that you can really get far you can reach lots of people um, with the sneaker illuminati again we focus on the reach of our posts so we want to be reaching as many people as possible to try and bring in followers there and with another page i run uh, genius of kanye one of the main things i look at is how many people have saved and shared the post and when it gets into the thousands so twelve thousand people have got it saved I think that really makes me quite proud that that's a post that people really want to want to save into their Instagram.
1: There's some impressive stats there Sam. It, you're uh, you're going to be entering <laughs> a whole world of different stats in the world of PPC um, which let's loop let's loop around to back to PPC and you you're one week into your digital gearbox career. Yeah. What what are you what are your biggest learnings so far about using pay-per-click and sort of comparing that to what you know about social media
2: so before i joined digital gearbox i didn't really know much about google ads you know there's a whole massive platform there um google analytics you know google have really built up these these platforms for experts like ourselves to use um so one of the things that i've been learning recently is how to operate all of that i mean there's so much to learn. I'm still in the process, obviously, one week in, um, and there's so much that I will be learning in the future. So, But it's really great to get an insight into that, to try operating and um, creating campaigns and ad groups and looking through keywords and some of the key metrics um, and analysing how well things are performing and ways of, of increasing that performance.
1: You're, you're you're really hitting the ground running with it sam i think sam is a is a uh, a record not a record breaker well actually he is a record breaker you you passed your google ad search exam within was it 24 hours or was it 48 either way no, it was 24 24 hours 24 hours um which is the fastest that any any new recruit has sat down looked at the um the learnings for that exam and passed so um Give yourself a pat on the back there, thank
2: Um,
1: you. But also, you're you're kind of setting new trends in lots of ways. I mean, you're the first person I've ever recruited where I've not met you. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So how are you? How are you finding kind of joining a company without having really met most of the team? You've only met me very fleetingly whilst I chucked a laptop at you. How are you finding the process? (laughs)
2: It is it's very different um, and it's something that not many people will, will go through in their life or hopefully, um, obviously the future is not promised, but um, hopefully it's just this short period where I've joined and I've been not unlucky, but, you know, it is different, um, you know, going on calls, Google Meets, uh, Zoom calls, things like that have, have been a bit strange to talk to people and never actually have met them before, you know, the whole interview process to join Digital Gearbox was all through those video calls. But I found that quite um it was quite quite good. Um and it gives you a different insight into things. I mean, it you just adapt and we get through it. Um and we've got to be grateful that this technology is here to to use. Whereas if this happened ten years ago we wouldn't have had as good technology and then twenty years ago um Obviously, I wasn't born, but I consider those the, the dinosaur times. The uh, how
0: rude! Or, <laughs> how rude!
2: <laughs> so yeah, we've got to be appreciative that we have this um, great, fast technology available.
1: Definitely, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a question at you, Michael. Just from the other end of it, as as a manager of someone who you've not met that you're managing remotely, how are you finding it?
0: Yeah, it's weird. Um, But at the end of the day, we as a digital company, we were always prepared for something like this where we would have to work remotely. Um, As an agency who we've always been kind of local and regional, um, a big objective of ours over the last year and a bit has been to, um, to grow Digital Gearbox into this national organization. And, you know, we're not there yet, but we are working on it. And uh, and I guess one of the things that we always wanted to do was to attract talent that isn't necessarily in a local area. Now, Sam, I appreciate you're uh, you're not far from Bista, yeah. Um, but you're still someone that you know, you still have a commute to get to us. I mean, Oxfordshire is a big place. Um, and um, I guess what we wanted to always do is is never kind of discount anybody from our um, from our recruitment. You know, we wanted to be a fair employer. And, uh, you know, if we had somebody from Manchester, for example, you know, applying for the apprenticeship program, then we would speak to them. And if they if they ticked all the boxes, if they ticked all if they were Sam (laughs) and they lived in Manchester, you know, we would still bring you into the fold because that's kind of the attitude that we have now. So I was always kind of braced. For this um, inevitability that we would bring in somebody who wasn't necessarily local, so it's it's been good. I mean, I guess the one thing that we're always trying to do is make sure that our induction program and our induction, just the way we induct somebody into into the team, is as strong as possible. And uh, and I think that we continue to learn together. You know, I'm I'm always learning. So you know, asking you how you're getting on very frequently. I'm sure you're probably like dude, you've asked me that like four times already this week. God, come on. Um, but it's important because I, I need to know that we, I and we at Digital Gearbooks are doing our best to make you feel welcome, are giving you um, training material that is stimulating you properly and that you're feeling that you're getting something out of this experience. And I know it's only been a week, but it's important. The first couple of weeks uh, of, of any placement, yeah, you know, whether that's an apprenticeship or if you've just come in as a, as a usual hire, it's super important. It's so important because I've been there. I've been in uh, situations where I've joined companies and I've just kind of been sat around for the first few days, twiddling my thumb going, you know, w- you know, when the fuck is someone going to give me something to do? It's really, you know, and, and, and it's not good. It, it doesn't make you feel like you belong. Um, you know, and it's, it's a bit weird at the moment, but, you know, the fact that usually if you were to join us, you know, uh, and you were local, we'd have you at the office and we'd go out for Nando's or something like that. And there would be that personal physical connection and interaction it's not there at the moment but i feel like uh we've been able to to have you join us and give you that training material uh just as effectively as if you know if it was in person i don't know how you feel about that sam
2: definitely i can i do feel that way um everything has been set up for me um scheduled in so it's been a really comfortable process to join a new business to get to know the team and every day has been action-packed and a little bit different so it's a great way to to learn you know changing everything that I'm doing every day slightly so I can learn new things and I'd say you know if there's anyone listening to this that is um in a business and looking to start an apprenticeship then just schedule out the days it really helps and like you do you know checking on me making sure I'm okay that helps as well. You know, it's never, um, it's never annoying. I always find it really helps.
0: What would you? So let's let's kind of bring this round. Let's wrap this up. In terms of you coming into the business as an apprentice, um, very exciting time for you and a very exciting time for for me, myself, Becky, and the whole Digital Gearbox team. You've really fit in. Just easy so easy uh and uh, i think that's testament to your character but somebody else um you know if you were speaking to somebody perhaps who's still at school and they're going i don't know whether university's right fit for me i'd like to kind of learn on the job what would your advice to that person be with regards to an apprenticeship
2: i'd say first of all make sure the um career path that you're looking at is definitely correct for you um so whether it's engineering digital marketing Never choose something for the salary. Um, Always just go with what you're going to enjoy. And if you don't know yet, you know, watch a few videos on YouTube of what a working life in that role might be like. Um, You know, do a bit of research, and then when you're hundred percent sure, or you know, as sure as possible, um, have a look and see what the academic route for that role could be. So, digital marketing, I think, um, anything taught in university regarding digital marketing could probably be learnt. On YouTube or you know platforms online, the internet is a great enabler for education. Um, and obviously, when you finish university, you have a lot of um, fees to pay off. So an apprenticeship is great if you're looking to get into a career like digital marketing. Um, if there's an agency near you, or you know, in these situations in the, in this time, it doesn't even have to be near. You apply for. Look through the job description. If it says you can apply remotely, then apply remotely. Or if it's a bit further away, like um, digital gearboxes for me, then apply. And, you know, there's nothing to lose. And i definitely say, you know, it's the best path to go down. Or from my experience in this one week, I've definitely been reassured that my choice was the correct choice.
1: Aww. No. 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 no,
0: just lots of nah no. awesome well sam uh get yeah, on on behalf of uh becky and myself it's just tremendous having you uh join the agency thank you so much for making the decision to come on board uh an easy one for us and um yeah we're really looking forward to uh the great work that we're going to do together
2: thank you i mean i'm very grateful to be welcomed into the team so thank you and thank you for having me on the podcast today
1: thanks for coming
0: Cool. Well, there we go. That Sam Pilgrim, our super superstar in, uh, in, in Digital Gearbox. Now, I mean, we're a team of superstars as it is, but the the star continues to shine bright and get brighter as we move forward uh, through Q four and into twenty twenty one. Becky, things are exciting at the moment, aren't they?
1: They are. I'm, uh, I'm stoked that Sam's uh, hit the ground running and. Uh... Yeah there's a lot of things bubbling at digital gearbox virtual headquarters yeah, um, virtual. the virtual headquarters at the moment so um yeah i'm excited about the next few weeks and next year
0: yeah i mean over i mean we do it all the time where we we practically live in our um in our spreadsheets and and we're looking at our growth and uh there's an upwards trajectory there's a trend there's a trend of growth that we're seeing at the moment and we're really enjoying it i mean the whole this year 2020 has has had unique challenges thrown at us but i think that we've uh been able to meet those challenges head on and we're we're exiting this year um stronger than ever which is great um so on the, on that note though trends Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that you're going to talk to us about Google Trends as a, as the next PPC tip.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of not PPC, but it can help with PPC. Um, so it's just a little free tool that a lot of people don't know about, and that is the Google Trends um, website. And with Google Trends, you can pop in any search term or any keyword and just see how many people have searched for that over time you don't get sorry you don't get the actual number of how many people search like you do in the google ads keyword planner but you get a a sort of comparison level of the trend level um as the name suggests of of its rising popularity or fall from grace um it's quite a useful one if you're ever trying to figure out which term is the more popular term to use so just as an example we've got a client that sells um High um, high quality lights, like just doing a test on whether lights or lamps is a more popular term is something you could utilize Google Trends for. um So if you're sort of going to and fro or arguing between your team as to what's a more popular term, it's a really neat little tool that will tell you the answer to that, and you can get comparison data up to four terms, I think, maybe five, um, but you can get trend data from up to the last five years, I think. So it's quite useful just to help guide your strategy. And some settle some big debates as well as to who's more popular yeah terms. well uh, i mean that's that's what i use it for <laughs> yeah. uh, i'm just like you know how popular is star trek this week but
0: um no it, it is it is it is a very um it's an off overlooked hmm. um tool to look at keyword popularity and uh, and i think it's great if you are maybe on a budget and you mm-hmm. can't afford things like you know sem rush or or any of the other kind of keyword uh research platforms you know google trends is out there it's free to use and the interface is super super easy. Yeah. Um so so definitely definitely check that out. Um and and if you aren't gonna check it out for keywords, just uh I don't know, type type I don't know Kanye West and Donald Trump in there and see who's more popular maybe. I don't know. It's all kinds it. of use,
1: fun debates.
0: Use it and abuse it. Right, awesome. Look, that's a wrap to wrap it's a short episode this week but uh thanks for joining us for another episode of ppc burrito if you haven't already please consider following digital gearbox on linkedin and also on twitter and instagram at digital gearbox if you're a business and you require any help with your own campaigns please feel free to get in touch either by dropping us a message on social media or by going to our website www.digitalgearbox.co.uk so from me michael and me becky Stay safe, stay happy, and then next time, and <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> and until next time, amigos, keep on optimising.